Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. Happy Sunday. If you are listening on the day that I'm recording, it is currently 8.09 a.m. on Sunday morning. This is the first time I've used my voice, so if I sound a little sleepy, well, I am waking up with you. So, um... Thank you to everybody that tuned in and listened to Raquel Woodruff's episode. We had a lot of listeners, and um, I had a lot of feedback on that uh, interview as far as um, her success as being a commercial actress and the vulnerability and speaking of the reality of the thing that I've talked about so much is even though we are working as actors, until we hit that 1%, we are constantly supporting our craft with other work, whatever that looks like. Um, And it is such a small percentage of actors that qualify for SAG health insurance that make enough to make a living as an actor. And you know that's just the reality of it, you know? And so the faster we can acknowledge and surrender, my word for the year, surrender to what is and accept the fact that we will be supporting our craft until our craft supports us, the easier it will be to get up every morning and do what we need to do to support our craft so that we can enjoy the opportunity and uh, the ability to be able to work as an actor when we get to. So be kind to yourself this week. If you're in a nine to five or in a day job or a restaurant job or doing a job that you don't necessarily love, you're just trading time for a paycheck. What can you do this upcoming week to make it exciting, to make it fun? Um, Last night was my last Saturday at my restaurant gig. I will work on Valentine's Day and then that will be my last day at Dear Jane's. And if you've not been to Dear Jane's, I'm telling you, check it out. It is always a star-studded evening. Um, The food is amazing. It's on the water in the marina. And there's a great little speakeasy bar. Um, and I have colleagues that work there um, and from acting class. And it's just, it's a blast. And even though I will no longer be working there, you better bet your bottom dollar I will be um, being a customer from time to time because it's really, it's that, it's that cool. Um, and so I figured if I'm going to have a support job, what a great place to do it. Um, because I will be doing some acting work uh, coming up that's going to occupy my time. And I'm still waiting for the ink to dry on this one opportunity. But if, uh, if and when this all comes through, that will keep me employed through July. Um, so I won't have time to do any other um, acting support jobs. So I'll keep you posted as to what that looks like. And also on Thursday, I am doing a game show. I have never done a game show. And I'm not doing a game show to be a better actor. I am not doing a game show to... Um, have the illusion that I'm actually going to win the big prize. I think it's a trivia-based game that I can't talk too much about, but I love trivia. I love trivia so much, and I grew up playing Trivial Pursuit, and I'm pretty quick with this stuff. And when I did the first audition, they get like rapid-fire 30 questions. I missed three like in a very short time. So I did really well when I got the call back. Same thing, 30 questions. I only missed three and they're quick. And so I am doing this solely for the purpose of having fun. There's probably no money to be made. I'm driving way out to like Silmar, you know, nowhere close. 
they're probably going to serve Subway sandwiches for lunch. And you know what? I don't care. I'm going to do it for the fun of it. Like I'm trying to give myself permission to do things more for the fun of it because this life is short. And I had a friend recently remind me, how often do you play anymore, Amber? And I used to play a lot. I used to take myself to a park and swing on a swing by myself just because it felt good. So doing those things that make you feel good on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, a yearly basis, whatever that is for you, what are the things you like to do that make you feel playful, that make you feel youthful? Because we are getting older each year, but that doesn't mean that we need to stop living, that we need to stop playing. I think when we lose that playful curiosity that we had as children is when we start to feel older, is when our bodies start to shut down because there's no more excitement in our days. Like if we are just doing the mundane, guess what you're going to feel like? You're going to feel mundane. So even if you take 10 minutes on your lunch break to watch five minutes of like funniest home videos and laugh. Like what do you have to do to laugh today to bring laughter into your life? Do more of that. Like cherish this beautiful time we have on this earth. Okay. So I'm going to talk a little bit today about um, the word moxie because I think it's such an important word. And I'm also going to talk about clutter and decluttering our life um, and what that means. But before I get into that, I wanted to briefly talk about my recent headshot session. So as I mentioned, I went into this session completely in surrender because my hair literally is a mullet right now, as if you ask me. It is not the length or the shape or anything I want, but my uh, manager said, you need new headshots. These aren't working. So I scheduled an appointment with a colleague, Tina Vaughn, um, and she has done headshots for classmates. And um, and I was like, fine, let's get headshots. I'm, I'm in surrender. Now's the time. Let's go. And I have to tell you, I am so happy with these shots because I was not so attached to the outcome. I looked at these shots as temporary until, you know, my hair gets to a different length. Maybe I'll have these for six months, almost like a Band-Aid. And I didn't go into it with such angst and such like, oh, these have to serve me for the next year. Like I just went, I was like, let's just go. Let's just have fun. I went to Old Navy. You guys, I haven't been to an Old Navy in 20 years. Nothing against Old Navy. I'm just not a super colorful wearing person. Like I've talked about this before. My color palette is black, gray, and white. Like that's what I wear. But for commercials, for acting, for jobs, they want bright colors and I don't own them. So I went to Old Navy and bought a bunch of colorful items that I could take with me to my headset headshot session And guess what? I returned most of them because I didn't use most of them. So I invested money that I knew I was not going to have to spend for the whole thing. I just purchased them so I had them available to me. The things I wore, I kept because I wore them. I'm not going to be a jerk. Um, But uh, the things that I didn't use, I just returned them. You know, and frankly, even if you did wear it and took two shots in it and want to take it back, whatever. They're a billion-dollar company. They're not going to fret on your $34 tank top. Um, Point being, take care of yourself when you need to get your new pictures taken and maybe let go of the outcome and allow yourself to, again, have fun in the process. Um, And I 
I took risks this time. Um, for those of you that follow me on social media, I posted a couple of pictures yesterday. Tina allowed a space for me to, one of the shots I wanted to get was, as I talked about, um, I wanted to do my Beth Dutton version. For those of you that watch Yellowstone, she is very crass. She's sassy. She's sexy. She's smart. She's she's just, uh, she's so such a woman. And um, I don't normally take shots like that. So I have shots where I'm in a blouse, but my black bra is exposed underneath. And then Tina's like, forget it. Like, take the shirt off. Let's just get you in that bra because it's not like an overly sexy bra. And even if it was, who cares? What I learned to do in that process was embrace my body and not be ashamed to photograph my body. You know, there's been so much body shame in general. And I particularly have beat myself up over the course of my life for being too fat, too thin, too this, too that, too old, too whatever. And as I approach 50, you know, I'll be 47 in May. As I approach 50, I'm letting all of that go because it does not matter. You know, it's it's what I need to do for me to make me feel good about who I am going into these next years of my life. So I absolutely invite you to own who you are, where you are in the body that you live in, embrace who you are, love who you are. And if there's things about your that yourself that you want to change, great. That can be a goal. But know that you are perfect exactly the way you are. And, you know, I did not... Uh, Photoshop my scars. I did not Photoshop anything that I thought was less than desirable in the photos. And I also was able to look at the photos and go, you know what? You're okay just the way you are. Like you've worked hard, you know, to be where you are today. You quit drinking 10 years ago. You work out every morning. Like you've earned that photo. So give yourself a pat on the back for even being here today, for being alive today and going after something today, for having a dream that you are. uh, inspired to go after. Like, applause, applause, applause to you. Um, An interesting thing when um, posting pictures, um, this is similar to like the conversations about going home for the holidays. It's always suggested when you go home for the holidays, Adam talks about this, don't talk about your career. Don't talk about what you're working on, what you're not working on, because your family members really just want to see you. Some of them might be interested in your career, but most of them are just wanting to see you and they want to tell you what they're doing in their life. And posting a headshot is one of those things that I always have to laugh at because if I post something about my pets or my dinner or whatever, I get maybe, you know, 10% of the likes and the whatever, but I don't post it for the like. I post it because I like to post my life. But I recognize when I post things like headshots, those are the things that get the most attention. Anytime I post a photograph of myself, um, that is what gets like 99 more percent of, of the likes and all that stuff. But here's the interesting thing. You know who doesn't like them? Nobody in my family. Not one person will say, hey, great photo, good job. And you know what? It's okay because I don't do my acting for anybody in my family. And if I waited for permission for all the people in my family to approve of what I was doing, I would still be working a nine to five job without reaching for my goals. I would have no purpose for what I was doing in my life if I waited for permission from the people in my family. That is just not my route. A lot of people have very supportive families. And for them, I say, bravo, and don't do it for them. Do it for you, whatever that looks like for you. Because what 
I look at is all the people that do love what I am doing and all the people that do support what I am doing. That is my tribe. The people that say, keep going. The people that say, good job. You know, there is a lot of people in that corner for me and I'm so grateful. So for those of you that, you know, do it for the approval of certain people and they don't approve, yeah, to hell with it. Keep going on your journey because you will never please everybody. It is so important to just please yourself and taking care of yourself. And the last thing I will say on headshots before I move into a couple um, uh, readings is um, before when I would do headshots, I would send them out to like six or seven people to get their ideas of which ones they thought looked good. The older I get, I went ahead and starred my favorites and I sent it out to one other person, Ogie Durham, who's a photographer and an actor, and to get just a second opinion. And then I'm sending those to my manager. I don't need 500 opinions anymore on things that I do. Just a couple good ones. So that helps. Awesome. Okay. So um, out of the book, The Other Serenity Prayer that Holly gave me. Hi, Hollywood. Um, There is a page in this book and it says... It says, clutter is not just physical stuff. It's old ideas, toxic relationships, and bad habits. Clutter is anything that does not support your better self. So where this week or today or whenever this year are you going to declutter your life? Whether that means physically, is your closet overflowing with clothes that you no longer use? Can you remove some of those clothes and just let there be more space in your closet for room Is there thoughts and ideas that are cluttering your mind that are toxic, that are telling you you're not good enough, that are telling you you're too fat, you're too old, you're too skinny, you're too short, you're not enough? Can we remove these thoughts from our heads so that we can walk forward as a force of gratitude and a force of knowing that no matter where we're at, we are enough and sure there's room to grow and room to improve. And where can we declutter? Are there friendships that are toxic that are constantly weighing you down and come to you with problems and not solutions? Are there, are there places in your life that you can let go of things? Take a look. Take a look today and think about the areas that you can declutter. Is there a corner in your house that's driving you nuts? Clean it up this weekend. Clean it up and just see how having that place that's been bothering you be fixed, not fixed, but reorganized. Just see how that makes you feel. And then, that's just an invitation, not a demand, as always. I am going to close today with a reading, and it's a little bit longer of a reading. So um, it's about the word moxie. I've talked about moxie so much, and I love the word moxie. Moxie would have been my daughter if I ever had her. And it says, this is moxie. It's that, isn't it a delicious, dreamy word? Moxie is a throwback to women with pluck, with chutzpah, with a bit of razzle-dazzle. It says, I got this. We got this together. It evokes the face of the actual, hard, real, beautiful life. Moxie reaches for laughter, for courage, for the deep and important truth that women are capable of weathering the storm. We are not victims. We are not weak. We are not a sad, defeated group of sob sisters. Yes, life is hard, but we are incredibly resilient. Let there be moxie. We already have what we need. 
It's all inside of us. So waiting around for our circumstances to deliver our expected life is a waste of energy. I'm convinced there's no such thing as someday. You know the someday I mean? The one where dreams finally come true and life gets miraculously easier and we get off the high center of all things we imagined or envisioned or hoped for to materialize? When that one critical piece is added or subtracted, when we are finally less busy, when a bunch of vague things come together and present us with the life we expected, I've learned that we don't outrun our circumstances, nor do we simply outlast them. We just trade them in for new issues, new struggles, and new challenges. Life's Let's not mourn the mess and forget our moxie. Let's not mourn the mess and forget our moxie. Let's not wait for someday. Let's live today. Yes, we're striving for dreams. Yes, we're wanting things to happen. And find the joy in what is right here, right now, today. Right now, I'm coming to you from my bed. I've got my dog and my cat at my feet. It's a beautiful day outside, and I'm going to go enjoy it. So walk through your day today with a little bit of moxie, with a little bit of chutzpah. That last uh, thing that I read was from Jen Hatmakers of Mess and Moxie. And um, yeah, that's my invitation for you today, to have a little moxie in your life, because why the hell not? So if no one else tells you today, I believe in you, go create some miracles and always believe that you can. Take it easy Surrender to what is and enjoy blossoming into who it is you're becoming. I'm sending so much love to you today. Talk to you soon.